Hey guys, it's the last day of 2020. Oh my god, it's finally here. Tomorrow is 2021. But before we jump into 2021 and all its gloriousness, let's stop for just a couple of minutes and see how good 2020 really was. Welcome to the Apparently Parent Podcast. My name is Iran Katz, and I'm a clinical psychologist, a parenting counselor, and also a father. In this show, we combine the art of parenting with the science of psychology. So if you want to understand your children and yourself better, lead your family into calmer waters, and reach the end of the day with a smile on your face, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Iran Katz. All right, so yeah, I want to take a step back and look at 2020 and not from the place of how crazy and shitty this year was, because all in all, it had its perks. I'm sure that in a way, some of you can relate to that as well. And I think it's really crucial that we do so. All right. So in this episode, what I want to do, and this is more of a free flow kind of personal episode, I want to look back at what I have learned in 2020 about myself, about myself as a parent, about myself as a psychologist, and about my family. And the most important thing, and this will be revolving around the entire episode, is the concept of slowing down. And what are the benefits and why slowing down is so important. Because, you know, 2020 started with, you know, some news from the Far East. And a few months in, I remember distinctly when the first COVID case was reported here in Israel. It was my birthday, around my birthday, which is the end of February. Which was also when I launched this podcast. And then there was the first case and people didn't know what is going to to happen and what does it all mean and you know since then we learned a lot they you know humanity managed to uh, create vaccines um, a couple of those of those in less than a year and at least here in Israel we had three lockdowns you know the, the, the last one started I think two days ago at the time of this recording and they all forced us to really slow down, really slow down, especially the first one, which was for us here, two months, maybe even two and a half months of no, almost no school, no kindergartens, not going to work unless, you know, you worked in, 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 in the health field or, or things like that. And it really gave me a lot of time an opportunity to to actually feel what it's like when when time slows down. What is it like to take a deep breath and kind of submerge yourself under the rat race of the world? And you know, it reminds me of of those times as a kid when I used to take a bath. I don't take the baths anymore. Who takes baths now? You know, when they're forty years old. Anyway. I used to take baths and I really liked the, that moment when I used to I used to submerge my head under the water. 
and then I could only hear the echoes of underwater vibes, nothing else. It was like taking a break from the world. And, and what a different feeling it had to be there. And then how vividly everything was when I got myself out of the water and, you know, light and sound came rushing into your, your consciousness. It's the same thing that happens when you, when you dive under the water in, the, in a pool. And, and more than ever, I feel like 2020 showed me what happens when we slow down and we get closer to ourselves as individuals and as a family. And, you know, you can take it up a notch and, and maybe you can look at it as, as a country or as humanity at all. I don't know how to relate to that right now, but I'm looking at myself and my family and, and, and your family as well. You can have this angle of introspection into your own self and family. And this is what I try to teach and, and encourage people to do in this podcast. And I feel like we grew this year in, in ways that I'm not so sure would have happened otherwise, or at least not in that rate. And, you know, it's probably the combination of having to stay home for so long with something that I, I don't know how to really name it otherwise than the opening of the breath. Again, I'm always coming back to the breath. I feel like we, we, we stopped and, and took this huge inhale and exhale. And we kept doing that all through the lockdowns, all through the year. We spend so much time together in my family without being able to go outside and do anything outside, seeing our friends and, and meeting other people and, you know, just going to, to the park and whatever. And we had to grow into ourselves. And as much as I, I do not miss the uncertainty and the anxiety, especially of the beginning stages, and I had my fair share of those, especially in March when, when news were, were really frightening. In Italy, what happened in Italy, in Lombardia, all the news of, of that came rushing in and, and everything was really unclear of what this virus is all about and how it's going to affect us. And I got really, really afraid. And I had to work through that. I got some help. The good thing about being a psychologist is that you, you have many friends that can help you and many colleagues that can help you. And you, you, you don't waste your time asking, uh, you know, without asking for help. And I felt like I could work on this fear and, and step out of it. And things started to feel different. So as much as I don't miss and I don't want to get back to the uncertainty and, and the anxiety when everything started. I do kind of miss the time that we used to spend together day in and day out in the first lockdown when there were no schools or almost no schools, only a couple of hours a day via Zoom. And I couldn't really work because I couldn't see my clients unless those of them who agreed to see me over Zoom. So we had lots of time and we went out to the balcony and I'm very grateful and happy that we had, 
and we still have a balcony to go to go outside to so you can be outside when you're stuck at home or just hanging together and yeah you may tell me but you know I was stuck with my family as well and we drove each other crazy and I will tell you that we did the same we drove each other crazy it's inevitable I'm sure when you're cooped up like that even with people that you love sometimes you push on it you, you step on each other's toes you push each other's triggers and buttons and and there's all these expectations and you know this for us adults we we had to work we had to do stuff while taking care of the children and helping them with virtual learning and and trying to 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 you know you know figure it out but i also know that we had to learn to be together and that's really powerful i think this is where i feel in myself and in my family that we grew together as a family we we learned how to be together it's not like we didn't know how to be together but we kind of we, we got better at it and i have to say that as a father i had to learn and i still am how to keep my cool and i fell at that constantly but i, I i'm also learning i had an episode a couple of weeks back I will link to that in the show notes. And I talked about how failure is not really an option and how we can teach our children that failing isn't so bad, quote-unquote failing, because when you fail, you actually can learn something new about yourself, about what you're trying to achieve. And if you look at it from that place, you're always growing in a way. So when you try something new, you either succeed or you learn something about that. This is something new for me that I have learned this year because I tried to do many new things this year like starting this podcast and I'm so I, I, I can happily say that I'm kind of proud of myself that I kept at it week after week after week only last week I took a break because it was Christmas and I didn't want to put an episode that day and I, I, I let myself take a break from that but other than that I, I kept doing the uh, podcast week by week and bringing people, interesting people to talk with. And it has been a blast for me. It's a new thing for me and I learned a lot and I'm really happy that I did that. So going back to what I was saying, that I had to learn to keep my cool because, you know, when you, you're raising two little kids, one is seven years old, the other is three years old and, and they are really different from each other in their personality and it challenges you and and you, probably some of you are listening to this and you, you you're thinking dude <laughs> you have it easy only two kids i have three four and whoa i feel you i have two kids by choice and i i, I can admit that this is something that i feel i can manage Maybe with three kids, I would have been crazier. I don't know. And maybe not. Maybe I probably would have learned new things about myself. This is why I'm talking about these issues. So, you know, I, I'm constantly learning right now in this year how to be more conscious and aware of my own thinking, my own sometimes distorted thinking about myself or my kids. And, and, and I'm learning how 
how to calm myself down when I need to, how to calm them down when they need to calm down, and when to let myself be angry, because sometimes anger is not such, it's not such a bad thing. And I'm learning how different my two kids are. This is a, a, a big revelation. It's not, it's not supposed to surprise me, you know. But uh, I can really see now more than ever, because in, in this year, my, my little girl turned from two to three, and that's a huge shift in language, and, and her personality is coming out, and I'm, I'm seeing how different they are, and how, how I'm a... I'm, I, how, I'm a different dad with each one of them, or at least how I'm supposed to be a different father to each one of them. And so I can meet each one of them where they are, and from that place to grow them, to raise them, to help them grow, to move them forward. And, and I'm one of the, the, the best things about being together all, all this time um, is is really seeing how they are, my two little kids, how they are growing into becoming more friendly with each other, which is not a given for two little kids who are seven years old and three years old. You know, they bicker, they fight, they, they taunt each other, but they also become very friendly. They became friendly, they, they love each other, even <laughs> even if my 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 boy may say that he doesn't love her, but he does. You can see that in his actions, and and it's so wonderful to see that she does something silly and he laughs. He he just laughs and enjoys that, and and to see how she the little one how she takes care of him, like when he 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 can say that he's thirsty and she'll run to the kitchen to try and bring him a glass of water <laughs> it's so cute and you know it would have happened anyway i'm sure but being together for so many hours day after day after day really i think really fused them together and i really hope that this is an experience an internal experience that they will take with them from now on and you know each of them, they grew so much, and it's so wonderful to see that. So, as I've said, she really shifted from being a toddler at two years old, with diapers and not speaking much, not talking much, to a little kid. She's not using diapers anymore, and and she's running all over the place, and she's talking like, I don't know what, her language just boomed over the last couple of months. And her personality is really shining through like the sun. And yes, sometimes it's scorching and sometimes it's warming. But who doesn't love the sun? And, and my boy, he discovered new top, topics of interest this year that I couldn't even dream of when I was at his age. He's coding. He's learning to code. He's, he knows more English. He's, he already has way better English at seven years old than I had at 10 years old when I started learning English. And it's totally amazing. It's mind-blowing. And you know, sometimes before, before me and the missus go to bed at night, I hang out in, in their room, watching them sleep, not in a creepy way, just in a loving, melting daddy kind of way, melting into a, you know, 
a pool. And, and I know that in a way I'm really lucky. Because they are so young and they are less affected by the pandemic. Because, you know, I see parents of, of children uh, who are older than mine. Parents that I work with or just my friends. And they have children like in 10th, 11th, 12th grades. And they really had it uh, bad because of, of schools shutting down. Because a lot of the time when they didn't have school, we did have school. Because in, in, in first and second grade, children went to school and in kindergartens as well. Sometimes not, but the, the older kids really had to stay at home for much longer periods of time. And especially they're in this age that their friends are really important and they can't really see them. So that's really tough. So I know, I know that we're lucky. And it's, it's, all, it's all luck that they're this age. And also I think for them, because they're so young, the whole implications of, of a global pandemic kind of goes above their heads, especially for my little one. So yeah, that's, that's kind of, 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 of luck that we had in that. But either way, I am looking at them and they're so innocent and tranquil. You know, sometimes even after chaotic days and you, you see them, you watch them sleep and they're so quiet and, and calm and I'm really happy for them. And then I'm reminded of why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm reminding of what drew me into this field of psychology in the first place. Did you know, did I ever tell you that my dream as a child and as an adolescent was to be in the movies? I planned to move to the, you know, I, I wanted to, to study cinema and move to the United States and make movies. But I, instead I became a psychologist. And I'm reminded of why. And more than that, I'm reminded of what drew me to create Apparently Parent. First the blog and then this podcast that you're listening to. And I'm so grateful for you that you are. Because this is all about helping parents, myself included, grow into their best selves and really owning the role of captain of, of their ship. And I used to say it more in the first, first episodes of this podcast. I haven't talked about this metaphor in a while. I'm looking at parenting like being the captain of a ship. Like when you became a parent, you instantly got um, a, a ship to take care of. And you were instantly elevated into the role of the captain. You didn't have to work yourself uh, your way up from the bottom of the scale. You didn't you, and you didn't go to, I don't know, naval school. You didn't have any education in how to take care of, of, of a ship or a crew or how to navigate in waters. You just became the captain of this ship. And, and this ship is your family and it holds the most precious cargo of all. And this is what I do, what I do, because I'm a captain of a ship myself. You're captains of a ship yourself. And, and I know that some of you need some guidance. And this is why I'm here. This is what I do, what I do. This is why I get up in the morning thinking of new content for my episodes and seeing my clients. Some of them parents, some of them had not so great parenting 30 years ago. And now I'm helping them get over that. And looking at my kids in this crazy year, growing, smiling, driving me crazy and giving me the most 
the strongest hugs in the world <laughs> really reminds me what I do, what I do. This is my passion because, because doing that, because helping parents, again, myself included, like that, this is what I believe will impact your own life and the life of your children. And, you know, if those children will grow up to be more confident and open with themselves because their parents learned how to be their best selves, really connect to, to their values and their purpose as parents, and, and then how to manage their own crazy mind sometimes in order to facilitate the best bond and attachment and connection with their children. Those children will grow up to be more confident, more open, more resilient, more able to be vulnerable and accepting when needed and assertive when needed without breaking down and without hurting those around them. And this will impact their whole lives and it will impact the parent that they're going to be and the employers or employees that they're going to be and it's going to impact how they will treat their spouses and their friends. And, and you know, they're going to be better parents for that, which means their children will have a better experience and they're going to be better parents, etc., etc. And this is a ripple effect that it may sometime change the world. I know I'm extrapolating like, I don't know what, like, like crazy. I don't presume that I have the capacity to change the world, but me and my colleagues and other people who, who are helping parents. I think this is why we do what we do. And I, th I, I really can't think of a better life goal, truly. And this is something that I have discovered in myself here in 2020. And, and I'm really working towards that in 2021. Because I had to step back and, and really think about what, why I do what I do. And, and in my own work as a psychologist, seeing clients in my office, again, I'm working with adults, mainly now with adults, but also sometimes with children and with parents. And I really know more now than I did last year about what kind of work I want to do and who I want to help and how. And those are parents just like you. And I'm working on some awesome stuff that you will uh, get to know more of in, in, in the following year. More ways that I can reach and help you guys be the best captains of your family's ship as possible. So, in a nutshell, this is what 2020 means for me. It means uh, an opportunity to take a step back, to take a deep breath and hold it in for a couple of seconds and then let it out because the world keeps turning, revolving around itself, revolving, you know, orbiting the sun, which orbits the center of the galaxy or something. And, you know, the universe just keeps going. And... We do what we have to do. And sometimes we quote-unquote fail. Sometimes we lose our shit. We lose our minds. We, we, we yell. We break down. We cry. And if we let ourselves do that without judgment, 
without judging ourselves, with as much compassion to ourselves as possible, we can grow up and we can be better at that. And we can find new ways of being who we want to be, who we wanna, what we want to achieve in life and who we want to be. And this is what I'm working towards and this is what 2020 gave me as a human being, as an individual, and as a family man. So now I want to ask you guys, when you look back at 2020, and this episode comes out at the last day of this year, so you may listen to it, to it in 2021 already, but you know, don't strike 2020 from your calendar. Think back and, and try to notice and tell yourself what 2020 gave you. What are the good things that 2020 gave you? Even if you had it really rough, maybe you lost your job, maybe you lost someone you love and know. Even then, what did this year give you? I think this is a question that we must ask ourselves every year because it has a lot to give us, but especially in this crazy year. So I will leave you with this question. And if you want to share it with your friends, if you want to share your answers with me or, or with someone you know, please go to, if you have Instagram, you can share it on Instagram. You can take a screenshot of, of this episode on your phone and share it. Just tag me at Apparently Parent or reach out to me on Instagram at Apparently Parent and let me know what this episode meant for you, what this year meant for you. What did you take up from this episode and what did it make you think about or feel about this year that we had? I would love to hear from you and this is something that I think can benefit all of us. And on that note, I want to wish you a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful 2021. I hope you will achieve everything that you set yourself up to and I hope you will grow as a parent and, and your children will grow as, as your children and you will become more connected than ever because this is what makes family worthwhile. And that's that for today. If you have listened thus far, I'm very happy that you did. I'm very grateful that you did. I'm very grateful that you take the time to listen to these episodes, that you take time out of your day, whatever you do while you listen, if you're doing the dishes or driving or just, you know, hanging out with me in your ears. I want to thank you. I want to thank you, all the listeners that I had in this year and and those of you who left reviews uh, on iTunes or wherever. I'm really grateful for that. You helped me make this show better. You helped me want to do this because it really means a lot to me and I'm having a lot of fun doing this. So if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the show on wherever you listen to your podcasts on and, and share it with your friends. I want to reach as many parents as possible as you have heard from my vision. And you can help me do that. Share this episode with just one person in your in your immediate circle, okay? And, and let them know that this may resonate with them. And I will be very grateful if you do that. And on that note, let's close 2020 with a bang and I'll see you again. In 2021! <laughs>